I just bought some cryptocurrency while we were on while we about to film I just made a purchase of XRP. So when I become a trillionaire it's documented because I just spent seven hundred dollars on this XRP. <laughs> Hopefully XRP gonna jump up to eighteen grand like Bitcoin does. Um so yeah, it's at forty something cent right now. So whoever's watching, but Joe, um, I wanna I wanna just uh, take a second to uh, welcome everyone, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, episode four of the Jex podcast with uh, none other than me, Michael Jex, and of course my, my brethren uh, from Medea, the Yard, <laughs> Gary Cowan, and As always. Um, <clears throat> was good, man. Uh, how was your weekend, bro? So far, it's Saturday. I mean, here's the crazy part. I I say that I don't know what day it'd be half the time. Just uh, I'm about to say I don't remember, but this is the weekend. <laughs> right. I say weekend. Um, so far, sisters in town to took my sons to go run around the park, let them burn some energy a little bit, mm -hmm. and the mosquitoes attacked us. So we got the hell out of there, and that was <laughs> yeah, that. A right. Good two hours. Yeah, I mean, you guys have probably noticed, or well, not really, like in the podcast before, you get some of uh, you know um, Gary's personality. Uh, you know, he's 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 always like with the shits all, all the time. You know, and. Um, his sister is just like that. So, <laughs> you mentioned the sisters in town. I call them because we always joke around and we call each other to mention, you know, just, we always just talk, call each other the bullshit, honestly. And, um, you know, I had some, I had some stuff to tell them, you know, some, some, some good, you know, uh, just info, some tea. I had some call, tea, I had man. some tea to, to give them. And uh, I was like, yo, who's in the car with you? And, she, and he was like, oh, no, nah, just Diane. I was like, oh, no, nah, I can't tell you. I, I got to call you later. Diane was like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, 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 you, you can go. I'm like, damn, the asshole running the family. And that's what it is. Inherited from Mom Dukes. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, mom, yeah, hustler on a thousand. Your mom is hilarious. And I, I, see, I see where you get it from because moms is def definitely funny. If y'all don't know, matter of fact, y'all give mom some followers. What's your mom's Instagram? You don't have her. So if you follow his mom, you're gonna buy buy a COVID mask. You're gonna buy some uh, sea moss. Um, and she's, she's a and keto girl. Yeah, and she's a keto yeah keto king queen. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so what's what's her? What's it's her Wendy Wendy Scott Cowan. It's her Wendy full name. Wendy Scott Cowan. We're gonna have some people go follow Wendy Scott. Because well, actually, that's crazy because now everybody that follows her, they follow her just to see little embarrassing pictures of me. Oh, without question. So if you want to so see don't some do embarrassing that. pictures of Wendy so, Scott don't do that. Um, on Instagram, or it's Wendy like underscore Scott Scott, but you'll find it. Just go through his Instagram, and when you find something like Wendy Scott, just follow him. You'll see all the pictures of Gary when he just came off the boat um, to Jamaica in his, uh, you know, in his corduroy Fresh pants. off the boat, fresh out of Flatbush, fresh off of everything. My mom got all the heat on me. <laughs> so, so one of the things I think uh, you know would be cool to talk about today. So I, I called him, and uh, you know, like I said, we always talking about stuff. But uh, one of the things that that I I think I encountered in, in uh, some conversations over the last couple of days was um, not to go into detail, uh, which I won't won't go into detail about some of these conversations. But I found like a common denominator that. Um, I think a lot of people go through, so I, you know, call Gary to ask him, like, yo, what you think about this topic right here? And one of the things that we spoke about, you know, was, you know, the, the effects of, like, how how having an ego could really hold you back. Um, and obviously, if, if, if you're, you're hearing that right now, you can maybe at, like, first listen, you say, yeah, of course. But, like, if you really think deep about it, man, there's so many different ways how, how your ego can hold you back from, uh, you know, moving forward or maybe getting some type of result that you want in your life in so many different ways. Um, one of the ways that kind of popped up recently in the conversation was how, you know, you, you can have, uh, 
your a situation in your life that you don't necessarily like, right? And I always say this, if there's something going on in your life and you don't like it, the last individual you need to be having a conversation with to get out of that situation is you. Because that's what we do. Like, we'll, we'll be going through some shit, and mm-hmm. we don't want to go and get no advice from anybody. Like, that's the thing. We want to, you know, he-man, superhero it, uh, uh, you know, to find results, you know, on our own. But the truth of the matter is, if you had the answers for your problems, you wouldn't have a problem. You wouldn't have gotten in a problem in the first place. So what holds you back from getting the advice that you need to, to, you know, push through? Your ego, you know, your ego. You're like saying to yourself, you know what, I don't want to necessarily have conversations with anyone due to the fact that, you know, I'm scared of what they may think. Um, So I'm going to hold it in. I'm going to, you know, not go seek help. Or let's look at it from another standpoint. If we say... You know, if you're going through something and you need help, let's say you want you need to get professional help, um, you know, with whatever. Let's say you're an alcoholic or, you know, let's say you have been traumatized as a child, whatever the case may be. Um, and your ego would be like, nah, I ain't talking to nobody. I ain't trying to tell nobody that because what are they going to think about me? And it's, it's crazy because if you don't find a way to, like, suppress that ego in some way, shape or form, you're always going to have that problem. Like, you're always mm-hmm. going to have the problem. And um, I know you about to when say you, something. I about it. When you say ego, the first thing that pops in my mind is some kind of like a tough attitude. It's, it comes off with a, like a, 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 I don't know, like a, an, an aggressive kind of. Because you think about somebody being hard headed, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. kind of you know being for self. But I think ego also comes with insecurity, right? Um, selfishness. Mm-hmm. Is that even a fucking word? Selfishness. I, I threw the nest on there. It's cool. We we figure yeah, it out. We Google it out later. High school. That's as far as you need to go. Hey, Elon Musk just. I just read a post right now. Elon Musk just said he don't even care if you finish high school to go work for him <laughs> at, at Tesla. So high school was a bid, boy. That shit was like jail. But um, <laughs> so you got yeah. So it comes. It's it, a lot of that surrounds that word. So if I could go back and think, when has my ego stopped me or whatever? It's so many. It's so many different times that that shit just like kicks in. Yeah. Um, well, I remember, example. well, younger, it was a lot of insecurities, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Being afraid of rejection, what people think, opinions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. again, as you go and talk about people caring, and we spoke about this on the last podcast, people mm-hmm. following and caring about what other people say. Right, like, right. What was it? External validation. External validation, right. That Episode also, that. right, that also, having that there can trigger my ego now to say, you know what, um... I'm gonna respond this way. I'm gonna act this way so that nobody can harm me because I'm insecure, or, or I'm gonna be selfish now and be in my own space because I don't want well, give, nobody well, to. Talk- I want an example. Give me a story. Oh like, shit! Like, give me like one story. Like you had, you had a situation where your ego was like, "Nah, I ain't doing this." No. Where my ego was like that. Um, I'll, I'll start with mine. You know, one of my one of my things, right? That you know, uh, my ego, I would say, you know, fucked me up. With, was that um, I knew. I knew I should not be cutting school. Like I knew it. I knew I I need to be in school all day. (laughs) I knew it. But the fact that I had some jackass friends around, my ego wouldn't allow me to say, my ego made me say, nah, I got to be around them because I care about what they think. Mm -hmm. You know? So, bro, it was in my, like my whole being. It was like, nah, bro, stay after third period. Third period was attendance. (laughs) Stay after third period. You need to, you need to stay here, and uh, and then I would get you know no no joke like 
Uh, one of my men's, uh, Butter, that his name was Omar. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody <laughs> named Butter's cutting school, bro. Bro, like. <laughs> Sliding out. <laughs> you know, Butter, if you watch it, shout out, man, to you. He live in Philly now. Um, that was like, he, I don't blame him, man. Yo, Butter's your fault. I started cutting school, man. Like, I, I got somebody to blame for was, that, too. You know, uh, but for real, after third period, like, here was a routine. Fourth period was French class. I hated uh, foreign language. Like I just never liked it. I don't even know how I how I graduated high school because I never went through any foreign language class whatsoever. But anyway, fourth period was French class, and I would literally go into class. I would sit down at the first chair by the door, lay my head on on my desk like this, just waiting to see butter to knock on the window so I could leave class. That was my thing. I wanted to rent. I was you know walking around bullshitting after mm-hmm. third. Go into, you know, sit down in a, uh, in French class, see him knock on the window. All right, cool, I'm out. And the teacher kind of would already get like, all right, fuck it. You know what's crazy? I think about it. She, I, I passed. <laughs> I think she probably just like, this is the least I could do for this idiot right here. I don't know where he going to go in his life. So let me just give him this 65 and make him go along his way. But, again, it was my ego saying, go follow him, you know, because... Uh, Lord knows I knew I shouldn't have been doing that shit but because of me doing that right my ego wanted to be cool be down with the cool crowd in school right I had to spend an extra year in high school you know what I'm saying oh shit you too what yeah I spent a whole full extra year but check this out see I had to hit you're not head. real if you're not doing more than four if you, if, you do four, <laughs> if you only do four you're a square bro like you only do four <laughs> you're a square four years all about the way too like we got a lot of like Floridians in the house that's all they're no school they go to school they come home and you know they drive their cars and shit I know y'all had cars in high school and shit we ain't had none of that in New York we had a train you know what I'm saying <laughs> so you know the train gave us access to go do dumb shit like go to the city and uh, you know, do a bunch of stuff. Which I got, a, I got a funny story with that too. But um, yeah, like my ego helped. That's the reason why I stayed an extra year. So I went to school in Manhattan to finish. Check this out. Let me tell y'all some craziness, okay? You want to be successful? I understand why Elon Musk could care about a high, a high school diploma. I all right. So in New York to graduate high school, I don't know if it's still like that now, but you need forty credits to graduate. I was like that when we when we graduated, we needed forty credits. And only a sixty-five average. I know that yeah. because that's what I have. So, <laughs> I probably had around the same. 40, you need 40 credits to graduate from high school, four years of high school, 10 credits per year, right? I got to what was would have been my senior year of high school. This is a true story, with 11 credits. You understand? You're, so, three years, I just wowed out. I didn't 11 give a fuck about school. Like, I, don't, I hated school. But check this out. And I, only, I made up 30. I finished with 42 credits. So, I went with 31 extra credits I did in one year. She did summer school, night school. I didn't do no summer school. There's no summer school. I did it uh I did extra classes during because I went to another school for like assholes like me. Yeah alternative school. Alternative school. That's me. I had to catch up. So I had to do extra (laughs) classes. I didn't do night school. I actually did do summer school though. I had to do summer school but you know I had to catch up in one year. You know what I'm saying? And then I finagled I had to negotiate my way to get like two final credits to cross over. But um yeah like I I had to literally put myself through misery for a year just so I can graduate, you know, high school. But if I didn't have this, you know, big ego of like, I need to be accepted by idiots who, excuse me, brother, you're not an idiot. You know, you said my man. I love <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, following folks that I shouldn't have been doing necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it just makes, 
you know, it makes you think, you know, what what's some of the things you could have done differently if you didn't let your ego take, you know, the the the, the ride. But let me hear some of your high school story. Outside of getting your arm broke by hitting, getting hit by I got hit by a bus. I got a bunch of, ah, shit. <laughs> okay, I, talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> me, the bus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so cutting school. I, did I didn't really cut yet, school. I know I always ask you to tell the story because it's funny as hell. Yeah, I didn't. you got to follow with your dad, too, what he did to you. I didn't cut school. I just stopped going. <laughs> nah, I was so good at it. Um... <laughs> You hear that, Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, this your son right here. I know she gonna watch this too. Nah, years. because here's what happened. I found, and I'm not. I can't say her, her my, my friend's name because my mom gonna go after him. But a friend, I was in a specialized art school. Yeah. Specialized art school, and um, one day it was like, yo, we gonna go and watch like a movie, mm-hmm. something like those. That's when they used to give like um, the scening, the what they call them screenings. Okay. So we like, I right, we gonna leave now. I've never cut school, so I'm sweating. I'm nervous as shit. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'm like, how the hell are we so going to do wait, this? So you got hit by this bus the first time you ever cut school? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm starting about where the habit started. Oh, then okay, then okay, I'm going to lead okay, into okay, the okay. bus. Gotcha. Um, actually, no, I got hit by the bus before high school. Um, so, oh, yeah, damn. I should. I started cutting school from junior high school. But here's what happened, man. I, I just, I, I don't like waking up early. I don't like waking up early, so I'm always late. And then because I didn't want to get picked up by the police, I just don't go to school. Mm-hmm. By that time, my mom's at work. Mm-hmm. I come home before. She don't know if I'm at school or not. Right, and Man, Killer Instinct came out. The video game. What was that? Super Nintendo? <laughs> Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct came out, bro. <laughs> I think it was Super Nintendo. No, that was bro. Genesis, I think. And I was it was it was Super Nintendo, I think Killer Instinct came out. And my homeboy had the game. Mm-hmm. And he lived right on the uh, I lived on Parkside, he lived on the, uh, across the street on Parkside. <laughs> Hold on, wait, Paul, don't forget your don't forget your story. <laughs> You're about it because I used to cut school with butter. He had cable. I ain't have cable. <laughs> so all the new videos were dropping. You like, gotta, yeah, there. gotta like, go there. You gotta go there. You gotta go you can't be in the street. Right. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna cut. This <clears throat> it wasn't even a cut no more routine. We're gonna go play some Super Nintendo. My homeboy didn't cut that day. I'm like, fuck, I just stay home for no reason. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, let me just go get some McDonald's. I literally lived across the street from McDonald's, Ocean and Parkside. Across the street. Go get my McDonald's. Now, if you notice, McDonald's, they have a front entrance and a side entrance. Uh-huh. And the bus pulls up on the side entrance. Cross the street, get my food. Walking out the side entrance. And back then, McDonald's fries, bro, was so legendary. I just started eating them on the way out the store, not realizing I stepped off the sidewalk where the bus pulls up. Bus smacks me. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of a big-ass intersection of Parkside and Ocean. And um, some of y'all probably think, oh, shit, what happened? I got my ass up and ran the fuck home because I did not want to get an ass whooping from my pops. I just didn't. Like, the ass whooping to me was more dangerous than getting hit by the bus. So I got up, ran home, and I just tried to sleep it off because my heart was pumping. I was like, yeah, I got to just go. So I'm there sleeping it off. I wake up the next day, and for some reason, I have to say some reason, I just couldn't move my arm. My shit was just, like, stuck like that. And I'm a lefty, so now I'm home the weekend. I'm trying to go get snacks and move around around my parents. Uh-huh. But they, my, my father got that eye. He's just always watching. So I go and reach for some snacks to open this cupboard up. And he's like, well, you all right? Why you keep reaching? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Just playing a little football. And he said, all right, just come let me see. And he pulls my arm and my shit just snaps back like, whap, like elastic band. I was like... <laughs> He's like, damn, what happened? I was like, nah, just playing. So I never told him. I think I told my moms when I was like around in my 30s. Right. 
I had told her recently. Wow. But I never told him. I didn't want to get no ass whooping from cutting. Because here's what happened. Any West Indian tell you, after you get hit by the bus, you're going to get an ass whooping when you get home. Without question. For a fact. So it was like, nah, you're not going to double up on me like that. Yeah, without question. So, but so many stupid things happen from cutting school, being around people that stole shit for no reason, just because I didn't want to be the soft dude that when everybody said they was about to go boof something from a store, I went home. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, nah, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, we going to go and steal shit. Like, I'm coming. Right, right. And um, so my ego got me into so much trouble just in terms of stuff like that. But even as an adult, man, um, it's been a lot of times where sometimes as an adult, you think you got it figured out and you don't want other people to see you ain't got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can you can go and take open advice and mentorship, but that shit kind of comes off as accountability. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't want to tell nobody my problems because I don't want people to look at me a certain way. But I also don't want to put myself out there that I'm having issues too. And you kind of keep everything to yourself, and that shit just digs you in a deeper hole. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of situations that we could like use as examples for that too. Because, like, as you said, as we get older, like you know, that ego don't go nowhere unless you address it, you know, in certain ways. And I think obviously, you know, you're always gonna have some some form of the ego, you know, popping up. Showing Funny thing, here's what me and Mike met at Foot Locker. I heard that story already. at Foot Locker. At some point, being there too long, it, it, I just felt like I was getting older and older, and I'm still at a Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the people that's growing and live, working there. I just was like, yo, everybody well, that's know, coming in. That's still there. Yeah, 15, what, 20 years now, yes. they probably still. Yes. And it's just that this, this thing where it's like every new person that gets hired is straight out of high school. So it's like, yo, what the hell am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And um, I went on like a breakdown, bro. First time tears. I'm in my mom's basement, like, yo, I cannot believe I'm pushing this age. This is before, because we, I was, <laughs> this is before. <laughs> But it just got to that point, yo, it just got to that point where I'm like, yo, you know when you get you young, you see yourself at 25, I'm going to be doing this. And you see yourself at 30, and then as time clock start catching up, you're like, yo, what the fuck am I still doing here? And I could have said something because, you know, times like that, people felt felt like I was making the money I wanted. I was shopping. You know, we spent all our checks on gear, so Mm -hmm. it looked like shit was good on the outside. Even that, that's really... You know, that, 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 uh, you know, decision, those actions are driven by ego. By ego, yeah. I want to, I'll have to have the, the, the cleanest kicks on the sales floor. You're not going to catch me in no dingy shoes and even, I sell sneakers. Even down to when we used to go to break, like no joke. So we, we worked, you said we worked at the Foot Locker on 34th Street in Herald Square. The basement um, of Macy's across the street uh, had like a food court. I don't know if it's still like that now, right? And the food court was called like Cucina or something like that. One of the restaurants was called Cucina. My, my check every week was like, $150 and every time I worked I spent a dub on fucking lunch just because <laughs> I'm like I would cheese. get to the lunchroom and I'm like niggas ain't gonna see me eating no McDonald's eating <laughs> fucking baked chicken and mashed potatoes for this $20 that's stupid shit that we used to do but go ahead and um yeah I, I was in that, that I had that moment when I was like yo this can't be my life and um I could have said something sooner um, but it had to get that bad to before I reached out and I was telling people how I really felt. And thank God I did that because then that ended up leading me to work with my dad for uh-huh. like the summer, doing mm-hmm. some construction for a little bit. With that experience, also led me to working at, I was at a call center 311, met somebody there and led me to Con Ed. Cause, because of that construction experience I got. So it kind of opened up my opened up my mouth and kind of letting it out, letting people know I had a fucking issue and not holding it in. It kind of opened a lot of doors for me. So let's talk about like how, um, if any, right? Like how your if if there was like any ego that played a role in your decision making in, in doing network marketing. At first. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say so. 
Because I remember when I you first, so I don't, I wouldn't honest, say no decision. Because I remember when you showed, I think I was just uh, ignorant to what, what network marketing. Well, I didn't even know what it was I, at I all. I honestly really believed you that you ain't like, I just knew you. you ain't yeah, like I, mean, I, I don't, I still I, don't I like it. I remember like the whole thing, you just, oh, that's all you saw. You ain't see a business <laughs> opportunity and I was like, yo, I got to fly. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't no ego at all. Um... Un, not knowing what the possibilities were for me, I just saw like shit. I gotta get on a plane, bro. You, you wallet. Right. Um. But then I think seeing it again the year after, it still was no ego because I was new to social media, so I didn't really see anything happening. Mm -hmm. I think for me it was just I was just trying to be in the nigga that lived in a, a condo, had a BMW, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. Like it just looked good on the outside, but after a while I was like. Some gotta give. Yeah, you you go and drive and you ask your boys, are you got five on this? You got right. five on the can on the tank? Yeah, every time. Every time you so, go out, right? There, that that was a thing. And um That that damn fucking what's this what's this called? That, that light, you know, that, that that light in the BMW, the maintenance light go off when you got a boom. Yeah, when you yeah. get that boom, your heart beat fast because you're like, Oh shit. Like Drive this. a BMW, can't um, afford to uh, fix it. So it's just things start, like that. You start searching through your paperwork, like, yo, did my, did, did, did my, uh, my, my, my warranty? <laughs> like, shit, is it at past 40,000 miles? Like, you know, you start thinking about all this shit. Right. You know, because, you know, you're making these decisions that you probably know from jump that you shouldn't You shouldn't have made. Shouldn't have made, right? But why, right? You want to look. You look, look so after a while, I think reality started to strike me as an adult. And um, I realized, why the hell I have an ego? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know what's funny when it came to business, I like even to this day, like I, 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 I don't know what it was. I can't really, uh, you know, give credit to any one thing. But I never really had it. I always give this give this uh, example, like in the movie um, with uh, what was it uh, Wolf of Wall Street, right? With the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio he's inside the uh, diner, and um, damn, I forgot homeboy's name, but the, his his uh, character in the movie had the big teeth. Came, became like one of his best friends and he walked up and he was like how much you made last month right. <laughs> and he was like he was eating and he was like 75,000 <laughs> he was like show me show me a paycheck of 75,000 I quit my job right now <laughs> went inside his pocket showed him the check next scene he walked outside hey Larry yeah, look, yeah fucking quit like let me tell you something That's... that is me <laughs> like from day one I was always that dude you know what I'm saying I remember uh, shit I don't know if I should say um, Alright, there was a time where I, where I made some, made a couple dollars uh, selling some things I shouldn't have in school when I was in high school. And um, just leave it at that. And, <laughs> and there was a thing because I saw the profit margin from it. I was like, yo, you, you buying it for what? Mm -hmm. I already know my, everybody in my school. You, oh, I'm in. Like, right. you, like I'm in. There was no questions asked. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in on that. <clears throat> and then when it came to network marketing, it was the same thing. Uh, I was broke as fuck. Like living off of my unemployment check, I remember that was like an era where everybody, all my people had. Uh, look, that's a that's a multi-millionaire calling me right now. Let me pause this. Uh, Edwin Haynes, if you ever watch this, I'll call you right back. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I remember I was you said, broke. Gee, you pick it up right now. Huh? None of this shit. You said what? I said pick it up. All right, hold on one second. Let me see. Let me see. Don't you can't can't do that, Mr. Haynes. How you feeling, man? No, it's all good, man. I'm a, I'm actually shooting uh, my podcast. I'm in the middle of it right now. So whenever you see no, no, whenever you see episode four, you'll know that you know this was you that called me, and I'm actually I'm filming right now. And I you you on live? Say so something. You're live right now. And I wanted to I wanted to make sure it was recorded that Edwin Haynes who called me during my podcast. This is documented. All right. <laughs> all right, man. You guys have a good show. 
Hey, thank you. And I know you're in Mississippi tonight, right? Yeah, I, I just wrapped up. So oh, you I'm just finished. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Yes, sir. So I'll hit you up later yes. and uh, we'll start. All right. Okay. So, uh, nice. one of my main friends to call me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I remember what, like I said, I was broke. I'm talking about literally, like when I saw this information, living off my unemployment check, I was got like, yo, we, and I, but I always had a car. So I was like, all right, we going somewhere. I need that. I need that. You need that. You need to send that dub. <laughs> we going anywhere. We need to send Was that dub. when you had the Lexus? Or was uh, at the time, the I had hybrid? a black Infinity. You had the Infinity. Yeah. Now I had I had a couple dollars when I when I went and got before they wrap your shit at the garage. That's when. Yo, we can get into that. We get into that. Yeah, I had a parking garage incident with my Infinity when I had an M thirty five, parked my garage at a parking lot, and um, it was like off of Thirty Third Street and like right around the Herald Square area. I went downstairs and my my shit was total. Parking agents wrecked my fucking car. Yeah, but anyway, so during that time, I was broke, and I wanted to figure out, you know, and, and I knew, like, I already knew, like, I've been asking God for a while, like, I need to do something different. I, <clears throat> if you're listening, and you've ever been, you know, that person to not like to work for anybody, I know how you feel. Like, I, if my mother tell me to go, like, wash the dishes or take the garbage out as a child, I didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me what to do. If they told me to do that. Anybody, my pops tell me something, I had to pause and wait three seconds and be like, right, I'm going to go on my time. Even though they asked me, I'm going to go because I they didn't say to go in five seconds. I just went in five seconds. I don't know why. What did y'all call you? What's the dude, what's the dude on, on Major Hype acting? Timothy? Y'all <laughs> 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 <The> character Timothy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, ma. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I was, uh, all right, yeah, kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit like that. Now, I have respect for my mom. I just I just had to do it on my time. Like I wanted to do it on my time. Still like that today. But yeah, like I said, I was broke. And when it came to business, like somebody hit me up. It was like, yo, we doing? I'm doing. You know, uh, he didn't say this network marketing company, but that's what it was. Here's what I'm doing. You know, check out check out this website. It was like five in the morning, leaving the music studio, and I get home and I'm like, this shit look dope. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is, but this looks fire. And uh, called them up the next day, and I was like, yo, I wanna, I think I wanna do this now. Mind you, I knew I didn't even have the money to do it then. And he just told me, he's like, yo, come meet me in the city tomorrow. I'm going to introduce you to somebody who's, like, been making it work. They're going to show me how to do this? Oh, I'm in. Even that right there. Like, that that little part right there. You know how many people, they could be on their ass financially. Mm-hmm. But because it sounds like something that doesn't necessarily fully resonate with them, they'll stop, like, the whole mental process of, like, saying, oh, you know, man, let me try this. Right. You, you just did it right there. Versus, you know, for me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you. Like, let's, let's see how this goes. Went and spoke to him, and, you know, the rest was history. You know, I got in a couple of days later, using my unemployment chat, you know what I'm saying, and went ahead and radically changed my life. But you know how many people won't do that shit? Because of their ego. I did a, I did. My fucking three. pops belt had my ego in check. My pops are <laughs> like Pootie Tang. Think wrong, do something, belt come out of nowhere. <laughs> but, but think about this. Look, from, from, from a business standpoint, you know how many people right now, I did. Man, I'm still tired right now from the shit all, that, all the shit I did yesterday from a, like a presentation standpoint. Like in our business, we show presentations. I showed a bunch of them yesterday, and um, one of them was for a group from where Brooklyn. I'm on Zoom, and um, that's why I'd be wishing I, you know, this is that Zoom shit is gonna be. I'm, I'm not even doing that shit. I'm gonna be in front of the rooms, but I'm, I'm doing this Zoom. You know, uh, really dope girl. She who just got started. Uh, she's a teacher. Um, you know, definitely got some influence too. She put some of her people on, and they all from where we came from. And, and they actually around our age, too. So now you're 
So, you know, we're in our mid-30s, so that means that, like, the ignorantness has been seasoned mm-hmm. for a while. It's been baking in the oven. So, you know, they're more, they're way less susceptible to, like, be open to something like this. So I'm doing a presentation, and I can see, you know, the Zoom cameras, I see little faces going by. And, you know, before the presentation, I kind of was, like, going around, like, so what y'all do? Like, mechanic, teacher, you know, fire department, police. I'm like... And as I'm going through the presentation, I'm like, the fucking audacity of you <laughs> niggas laughing or giggling or smiling what I do. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, like, do you understand, like, what your paycheck is in a month is a fucking bad week for me. And I'm not saying that to boast, but why I'm saying that is because their ego will not allow them to receive the information that will probably go help change their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I don't care who you are. I would never stick my nose up in the air. Uh, you know, for for what someone does as a as a job occupation choice, I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's just crazy the, the audacity of some people who think that because it seems foreign to them, it's beneath them. Got you. You know. So uh, yeah. So you know. think you 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 step yours up when they step when they got theirs in front of them. Oh, my ego goes through the roof when they got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, yeah, it, go, it goes up. But, but you can't, you know, that it's, it goes up internally. Mm-hmm. You know, I won't show it. You know, I won't, like, say these things to them on the... Because here's the, another thing, too. I, doing this for a while, we understand those individuals that, that I am talking about, they don't know. Right. They don't know. You know what I'm saying? We was with Holton the other day and... and uh, you know, he starts off with his his talks, and if you're on Holton Bugs, you know, go Google him, man. He's the truth. And he talk, starts off his talks, and he's like, you know, most people make financial choices because of, you know, their their board of advisors. Like, who's your board of advisors? The people that you talk to the most. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, the people that you're speaking to the most, spending time with the most, whatever they think and whatever they're doing, more likely than not will have an influence on what decisions you'll have. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, if someone is just using a, a, a New York City bus driver, more likely than not, his board or her board of advisors are other city bus drivers, right? Mm-hmm. So, what does a city bus driver make? I don't know. Let's say $70,000 a year. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not knocking the number. I'm making a point. What I'm saying is now is when someone comes to them and say, okay, I'm going to show you how to do something where you can max out making $250,000 a week. Their mind immediately goes to shutdown mode. I don't know anyone who's doing this. And if I have heard of something like this, sounded like some bullshit. So I don't necessarily want to even be open enough to possibly maybe take a chance in this. There goes it's done. Why? Because all of the conversations between their board of advisors has been, what are we doing this weekend? I feel like. Fix your transmission in your car last week. Those are the fucking conversations that people are having. Right right now, I see there's like a big war of egos between entrepreneurship and employees. Or job working nine to five and being an entrepreneur. So? Yeah, it's like a big argument where it's kind of like, you know, the the entrepreneurs are kind of letting people know, yo, be an entrepreneur. Like it's it'll solve your problems. And the nine to five people were like, oh, you shaming jobs right, type of shit. Right, right. I feel like that's that's a big that's a big war out there. Because every well, time you, know, you see a, a post about something that has it, like I was I was literally on Shade Room just just a little while ago, mm-hmm. and this post popped up. Um. <clears throat> Now, I want to say what it said, but it basically it says if you if you have like a salary, that's the price they pay you, so you won't go and chase your dreams, some shit like that. Right, and right. people was in the comments pissed. Okay, so let's play devil's advocate. I gotta hear it. Your salary is the bribe they give you to forget your dreams. That's funny. <laughs> but, let's, but let's play devil's advocate. Tight. Everybody tight in the comments. 
So I feel like with that, obviously, yeah, not not everybody cares to be an entrepreneur and everybody wants to. But I think the, 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 the why it bothers or why I say the choice of entrepreneurship just kind of makes sense for most people because most of the people that you say in the workforce are complaining about being it. The moment you're complaining about it, then it's kind of like they do something. But you have people that don't want to come. They're not complaining about it. They love it. They whatever. And if that's the case, then that 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 won't. Pro, I would say that post won't pertain to you. Right. But they still mad because the, all these entrepreneurs now out here pushing. You got to be an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. But that's why I say. So let's play devil's advocate. Let's okay. play. Let's play the other side of the fence now. How would you feel if you work a nine to five regular job and you see people being obnoxious? Mm-hmm. To them about having a nine to five or a regular job, how would you? How would you know? You feel? Of course, you would probably feel like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, then your ego kicks into it. It's like, wait a minute, like yeah, I'm gonna defend is, what I'm doing. Yeah, this is helping me pay my rent, pay my mortgage, pay my cell phone bill, pay my kids' tuition. So fuck you and your entrepreneurship because you popping shit about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can understand that too. So I also think like you know, if you are an entrepreneur, and you're trying to like share an idea with somebody. You gotta have some sort of empathy, you know, on you know, people's. You gotta, you gotta understand, like you know. But in our defense, they do that about network marketing. Um, Where because they don't know any better. Like that's the thing, you know, they don't know. Again, like mm-hmm. they have no idea. Like all they know is, uh, listen, my my mom worked hard. I saw her work hard. Therefore, I think that that's what I have to do in order to be successful. I'm gonna teach y'all something too. Something about real quick, like you know, your paradigms. Your paradigms are like you know, pretty much what controls your whole life, and all it is is accumulation of ideas that helps you, you know, form like who you are in a sense. To make it very short, it's a deep conversation. But if you ever notice, here's an example of a paradigm. You know, uh, most people, if you take a look at your mom, you look at your dad. Um, most people will become an adult and make just a little bit more than they did because mm-hmm. the benchmark was what they saw the accumulation of ideas that created this program in their mind of who they wanted to be for you know they were around up you know living under their parents roof for let's say 20 years was just what they saw and you know now they're like okay cool i got to do a little bit better than that then i made it right and i'm not even saying that that's bad i'm just i'm just really saying that you got to be aware that that's what's going on. So, like, for example, the people that you're saying that would, uh, you know, be in a situation that they don't like their job, they complain about this shit all the time, but then pop shit about other things, it's not even a fault because that's the program and that's been, you know, literally just fed to them their whole life. And until, you know, certain things may happen to rupture that, like, idea and be like, oh, shit, you know what? Damn, I think I might have to make it could a change. be a change, right? Yeah, I might have to do something different. You know, I might have to, like, just think about this whole you know, idea of possibly just doing something else serious because, you know, and it always takes some crazy ass shit to like make somebody change their mind. I think for me, right, well, let me rephrase. I never had that because I always wanted to kind of have a different... For me, it was. I always said the worst thing that could happen to you is the best thing. So, um, I I had got laid off. Summer, I'm at my summer barbecue. My shit was lit, bro. Fourth of July. That was a fact. Pops Every yeah, soup on like some rocks. Yeah, man, the gohead soup, conch soup. We got everything, and uh, we used to do it every single year. And at this Fourth of July barbecue, 2012, with some coworkers that I was with, we get a phone call saying, "Don't don't report to work. Report to your your strike or whatever site." And we like, damn, you can't. They can't go without the lights. We'd be back in two, three days. So it felt like a good weekend off, a good week vacation. That shit lasted almost two months. Um, 
worst shit that ever happened to me in terms of I was the person I had all my eggs in one basket. Ain't nobody talk about multiple streams. You're just really trying to find a career mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at that point and, and move up the ladder in that career. And everything comes to a halt. I'm at home playing Call of Duty, depressed, not want to leave the house because, you know, you spend money you ain't got. My lady at the time, who's my wife now, is um, working, holding it down at a job that stressed her out. And everybody's just kind of stressed out. I'm a, I'm a laborer. My father was laid off. So everything I felt like was kind of like just crumbling slowly. And um, worst time, but then, you know, you came to me. And I was like, you know what? On unemployment, I was like, yo, when I get back my first check, man, I'm in this thing. And that's what I made my decision with. So I think if that didn't happen, though, my mind would have probably never been open to saying I needed something. Right. You know, so right. sometimes you got to get shed from all the shit that keeps you having that ego Ah, cool, I had a nice car now, but I don't know how the fuck I'm going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I got this condo now, but who the hell is going to pay the rent, mm -hmm. right? So it was kind of like, all right, now that all that is escaped, guy, what you going to do? Because either people going to see you lose everything, and that's going to make you more depressed, or you do some shit to change it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that's when the ego goes out the window for me. Because, like, when you're on your ass, when you're on your ass, you're like, fuck it. When your back is against the wall. Because <clears throat> now you got to look at yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. People ain't there to help you pay them bills. So, um, in that term, that's when I realized that I don't care what nobody thinks. Because mm -hmm. when I'm here looking for somebody to help me put gas in the car, ain't nobody offering nothing. I'm going to push forward and fuck what everybody thinks and keep going. So, that's where I was like, all right, now I'm, I'm going to move forward. But everything had to be stripped from me emotionally, physically, for me to say, all right, cool. I had to actually move back at home to help my mom because my dad was also laid off. So, here I got to let my condo go now. I got the BMW parked up because I can't put no gas and I had a nice little hybrid, $20 a month. I was hyped. I loved that hybrid after I a while. I got that hybrid too because that shit was fire. <laughs> but things started to, to, to change. And, um,. I say at that point it, it was it was it worked out for the best though mm -hmm. it worked out for the best so ego can hold you back good. but if you get that shit out of here sometimes it can definitely catapult you forward and sometimes we 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 do do stupid shit and, re and need to have an ego to say you know what I shouldn't be doing stupid shit like this like I said in our mm -hmm. childhood right. the ego instead of saying yo I'm better than this made us do the stupid shit that we were supposed to be doing right so it can it can help you in some ways I feel like but most of the time the ego is just kind of fueled by other people's opinions and validation and, and all that kind of shit I'm, I'm looking at Dion's shirt right now and say Magic City and it makes me think about the egos that had to be suppressed two nights ago at the verses like <laughs> think about that shit so if, you know whatever days you guys end up watching this you know a couple nights ago two nights ago we had the uh, verses with Young Jeezy and Gucci and uh, man um, I, I didn't see it in real time. I, I happened. I had to do something, but um, I watched a lot of the replay. Yo, he's talking feel, crazy. I, at the beginning, I mean, Dion. Like I, I, when I was look, it looked like you could cut the tension, like with a knife. You know what I'm saying? At, at the a, that's not even ego. She got a body on it, bro. <sighs> yeah, but but even I mean, but like even that though. I mean, like I'm pretty sure for Gucci, like it's not a it's not an ego thing for him, but. In, in a way it is for him to say I'm gonna do this because he had all right to be like nah fuck this yeah I mean the platform you know what I'm saying big enough for you to try to take advantage of it for sure but he, but I'm saying that decision that there was definitely some ego because he could have it's like how dare you put me in a room with this yeah, man how, how, yeah. what like <laughs> serious I don't care what bag it you is you watch the whole thing but he tells him he's like nigga I only agreed to do this shit if I could play truth right in front right. of you and diss you in front right. of everybody right, and, then, and then Jesus so had to suppress his ego, ego too 
DJ had to had to suppress that. Really. I mean, yeah, for sure he had to. You know he what I'm saying? In some suppress. in some way, in some way he had to because he's he's allowing somebody that, else to play some shit that, 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 that didn't. That to me, like, just knowing the history and growing up with that, like Jeezy is like, in the room like sitting there and supposedly sent little homies to go and kill you. For sure. And now I'm right across from you. So Jeezy don't have nothing to lose. Nah, but I but Gucci there's, there's still to, and they're supposed to kill you on site. Nah, everything you're saying is correct. But what I'm saying is this there's still wild ego that needs to be suppressed on both sides without shit. question. In terms of you trying to violate like, yeah. just knowing the like Gucci is the one that had the most to suppress. Right. right. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Like he definitely did. And I and, and I commend him is what I'm saying. I'm giving him yeah, giving him props. Like you got anybody if you see them as on site, this day being a grown man? Not no more. But before, yeah, for without question, not no more. I don't got that, you know. I think honestly, like, not even trying to sound like, feel it for you know, uh, philosophical or anything like that. But mm-hmm. for real, for real, life is just too short, bro. Like, you know, um, I just think I, I think you know, harboring energy is a real thing. You know, yeah, I think that should hurt you more than anything else. You know, you know, maintaining some sort of like anger and shit towards people. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I don't have to fuck with no everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I can just keep it moving in the sense. But if there's anybody that I would say, you know, I see him as on site. It was at one point without question. Um, no, no, I was with you. Hundred percent. I think I know who one of them is. Probably only one. <laughs> I think I know who that is too. On site. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> So, hey man, there's not enough books, man. There's uh, <laughs> not enough books. In the world. Yo, learn from Gucci, man. Learn from Gucci, man. I think the hardest thing is not just even see somebody, is is and say, oh shit, because yeah, you could be the, because I've yeah, you, you've mended relationships and stuff like that. But it's when you finally see that person, how crazy they start talking to bring all that shit back up. It's I mean, like, that's that, that, but that brings up a whole different scenario now. But you know damn. what I'm saying? Like, you know, if somebody start getting out of their face and you know. Decisions gonna have to be made, you know. Then the question is, I ain't pussy. Or if the last time you spoke to somebody, Uh it was wild like that. Yo, if I see you and you just never see them, and then you finally bump into them, on site, son. I'm just saying, put that out. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) on. Everybody has got that one person. Gucci is supposed to be. Everybody is supposed to dead their beefs now. Right. Oh shit! The streets is super done now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta follow your elders. You gotta. I, I, I know for a fact, like that shit's so old. I I probably would never see that person again. But um, oh, I, as right, so I the think, one that I'm thinking is not necessarily that old. It's like, not it's that years. old, but to me, I've things have changed and progressed for me so much. It's like that's that's you know what I'm saying. Like maybe back in the day, you'd really be bothered by some shit <laughs> right. like that. But now it's, it doesn't right. really bother me. But um, but at that time, something. It was it was definitely on site, but, um, but I I mean everybody got beef that we kind of let go at some point, so I don't have an ego in that way. Yeah, I, I but I just don't like to be violated. Like yeah, we can uh, hash things out. My ego not to the point where I got to prove something to you, but you just can't violate me. What's a violation? A, a lot of forms of disrespect, man. It just I don't need a person to respect me, but disrespect is a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, you talking to? I need I need some sort of specific. You don't got to say the story, you don't got to say no names, but I need like a specific... I'm trying to think of scenarios where I felt, because I'm a very calm person, and you it takes a lot to get me there, but once I'm there, it's no turning back. Mm -hmm. So, I remember I was uh, was with my mom, actually, I think it was Christmas holiday shopping, 
and we go into Roosevelt Field Mall, and the mall is wild mm -hmm. to the point where there's traffic finding a parking spot, and every time somebody pulls out, somebody pulls in. So it's me and my mom, my sister, and a, and a friend of mine is in the back, and a parking spot opens up in front of me, and this lady with like a cane just walks out and stands in front of the spot. So I'm like, man, what, the, what are you doing? She's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to hold a spot, but I'm like, yo, there's hundreds of people. You coming from like way in the back mm -hmm. to hold a spot. You can't do that. And at the same time, I'm like, I will give her the spot because she literally has a cane. Mm -hmm. So her son pulls up in a car, takes the spot, mad tough. <laughs> like, yeah, this is ours out of that. So I'm like, mind you, it wasn't even, it was his homeboy in the back seat that started wilding. Fuck you doing that, that, that. So I'm like, oh shit, my shit went from zero to a thousand uh -huh. quick. And uh, at this point now, again, not a person to egg on anything, but at that point, I just had to fight somebody. Like, it just had somebody had to get, get, get hit. My mom comes <laughs> you out. Had to get, you, had to get, you had to get it out. You had to get the steam out. I had out. to get it out, man. I'm, I'm cold. <laughs> I took my coat off. And now I'm like, yo, you just got to get out the car. All I want you to do is get out the car. Just please get out the car. Right. Talk, just get out the car. And my mom comes out the car. Oh, my God. And my sister's like, get him. You know, my sister's, the window rolled down. Ma, get him, get him. <laughs> so my mom comes out the car. <laughs> And instead of separating the situation, my mom start wilding on his mom. Y'all big old man, y'all this aguan, and start wilding like my mom. So now it's me and my mom out there. <laughs> and my sister's my sister tight, but it, I just at that point it was just like I just felt very violated mm -hmm. from the homeboy that was in the car, and I was like, listen, I'll take I'll do some time for this one. Oh my gosh! It just—I don't know. It just gets, but I, it, that really happens to me, though. It really happens because I'm—I'm usually in control of my emotions. But being feeling violated like that, um, I—I I don't know. I remember, um, y'all had a—I had a couple. Yeah, I want to know how that ended. Yeah, how did it end? Um, we we went around, told them I'll see them in the mall. Followed and they never. I don't think they actually went into the mall. I think by the time we we parked and went in, they just kind of got in the spot and left. So Diane, Diane was with the sister. My, my sister crazy. was tight. She was tired of my mom's. Why would you do that? You get out the car. You supposed to get him in. Then my homeboy, I was in the back, was being pure pussy. He was just like, "You still your homeboy?" Huh? But I mean, he just, he's just okay. that type of person. Because when we got in the mall, walking around, yeah, man, way him there, and it was like, bro, don't do like that so, now. Don't so act like that now when he's not here. Really. But. Um, but yeah, man, not the toughest guy in the room, but definitely not a softie. No, for sure. You can't be pussy. I remember one time I was parking up uh, in the city and on, on 14th Street. We was about to go do a presentation. And this was years ago. It was probably like seven years ago. And um, I parked the car. I was about to get out of the car. No, 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 no. Excuse me. I was getting out of the parking spot. And um, these three, it was like maybe like 8 p.m. or whatever. These three white dudes was like crossing the street, like in front of my car. I and mean, then, you know, I could tell they were drinking. And um, like, I'm about to come out the spot. And one of them looks at me as I'm coming out the spot. And he looks at me, he's like, You can't afford that car. Nigga. <laughs> Eject of seatbelt <laughs> came off, open door. And this other two mans were like, <gasps> He's sorry. He's just playing. He's sorry. He's sorry. Like, because the same thing, too. Like, you know, you don't necessarily want to get, you know, Hey, I don't know. Like, I've had some crazy car stories of someone thinking, like, "Oh, what, Mike, what would you do?" Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just nobody. Just I, nah, like, no, for real. Like, I, I cut off a cab on Houston in Soho because he almost hit me, and I opened up my trunk and had a at least a sixteen-inch machete in my trunk. 
mm-hmm. and was banging it on his window. Like, that, <laughs> the, 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 yo. Yeah, I don't know, Mike got road rage, by the yo, way. Yo, it was not. There was a point in time as well. Thank you, Ed Blunt. Okay. <laughs> Ed Blunt, I owe you, bro. I owe you a lot. Thank you for introducing me to personal development. Jesus Christ. But um, anyway, man. Uh, I think y'all get the point, man. Yo, you know, ego is something you got to suppress. Uh, all the situation we just talked about, I was definitely driven by ego. Yeah, Could have ended up bad, too. Thank me God. pulling out that, like, no joke. It was a, like, it was a Saturday night on Houston and so it was, the, the streets was it, was, it was, it was wild. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was packed. Everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um... But yeah, you you know you gotta you gotta get all that shit out of your system probably one day. But you gotta make make sure that you make the right decisions. Um, you know, remove your ego because I think your ego blocks you from you know definitely uh, getting to new levels in your life. Um, clear thinking. Yeah, clear thinking. You make you make better judgment that way. So um, I think what's a, I think to end up with you know a good example of knowing if your ego is peeking out is when you you know. You're about to make a decision, and your deciding factor is what is somebody else going to think. Mm-hmm. I think that's just your ego talking. There's so many different scenarios like we just went over where, you know, I'm getting out of the car doing dumb shit like that because I don't want somebody to think that I'm pussy. Mind you, ain't, my, Francesca, you know, was the only person that was with me. That, so in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can't. There's no, in my head, the world going to think I'm pussy <laughs> if I don't come out and press this nigga right here on this, on, on the middle, in the middle of Soho, right. you know. Um so yeah, just hey, women have big egos like that. We got some ladies in the house. What's up? Absolutely. Yeah, without questions. They, they, without question. I think what I think women make up make many of their decisions based on what other people think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I gotta calm down with that shit. Yeah, yeah. ruining everybody's lives. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, hey, we gonna have we all have some definitely you know some episodes. We got some women giving their two cents for sure. Um, or five. Or five word, right? Yeah, I have to say it. Get the last word, right? <laughs> like, I gotta give. Let me let me jump right. <laughs> but yeah, with all that being said, um, you know that's it. We're done. Remove your ego. Fuck what other people think, man. It's gonna be better for you, your situation. Make that decision. We out. Episode four done.